Good evening, JRPG lover, and welcome to your weekly JRPG podcast, The JRPG Report. My name is James Fisher. Thank you so much for tuning in yet again. Uh, like I said, this is our uh, a weekly podcast. We we try to make it a a habit of bringing you the latest news and notes from around the JRPG world and community. And uh, we're getting a bit late in the week, but we are here. Uh, just on a quick personal note, uh, things are a bit hectic in my life as we are actually purchasing a new home. We were going through that entire process, so anybody who's been through that knows just how uh, insane it can be. I wanted to record earlier in the day, and uh, we actually had our inspection today, so that got thrown out the uh, thrown out the window. But anyway, uh, we don't have a ton of of real big stories to to talk about, so this will probably be a bit on the quick and short side and uh, like i said it's it's getting a bit late in the day so uh, if my voice is a bit uh tired sounding you will have to excuse me but let's get on to the news um the i guess the biggest thing that i really wanted to get uh, out there for you guys is we did have a pretty big um detailing of uh atelier rises uh systems um i'd kind of seen looked at a few videos uh, in particular the battle system and uh, it appeared to be that everybody was kind of acting on their own and we got a little bit more uh, detail into that as uh, publisher uh, Tecmo and publisher Gust have released uh, new information videos and screenshots of Atelier Riza Ever Darkness and the Secret Hideout introducing battle strategies so the first thing we want to talk about are action points and this is using a newly revamped real-time tactical battle system battles now progress even while character actions are being chosen Uh, in the game performing skills critical attacks or using abilities outside the player's turn through the quick actions technique will drain the player's action points these points are shared between all party members, so it's extremely important to use them strategically in battle to gain the upper hand. Uh, they kind of detail a little bit and say, in battle, your party members will act in real time. Uh, they ask, will it support, uh, support or will they attack? Analyze the situation to determine the best course of action. So um, I am a bit relieved to, to get some more information about this and uh when you're watching the trailers for this, it really does look like there's a lot going on and, um, that it'll be a lot of fun. I think, um, the, uh, today battle systems have been pretty good in their turn based, uh, or just pretty, I guess basic would be the best word for them. Um, it's typically you'd have, um, <laughs> a bunch of items you would synthesize and, uh, try to use those to your advantage in battle and occasionally you get some party members that could be half decent and um you would battle a bunch of underpowered enemies and hope for the best and as soon as you ran into something like a dragon your party would get wiped out this looks like it's even in the playing field just a little bit um so there's something called a tactics level and they say as the ap gauge is filled players will increase their in battle level known as tactics level the higher the tactics level a party gains, the more powerful attacks they can use, which also enables special combos uh, 
to be performed. Now you can switch between the characters at any time. Uh, it does appear there will be uh, a three-party, a three-member party at all times. So, kind of can switch between whoever's about to maybe level up to their special attack, or if you need to switch somebody to do some specialized healing or buffs or. Uh, anything like that, you can do that. They say you can switch between characters in battle at any time. So if there's a skill you want a party member to use, you can switch to that character. Also, special moves can only be used once per battle for each character. So use them when the time is right. Since battles progress in real time, you are, if you are not used to control multiple characters at once, you can just focus on a single character. If you find battles difficult, the game offers difficulty settings ranging from easy to hard. Uh, there are what's called action orders. Uh, throughout battle, party members will be able to be given action orders to other members of their party. These orders will ask the player to perform specific actions, such as perform a physical attack. If the order is followed, the character which gave it will perform a follow-up attack with a powerful skill. This ability does not consume any action points. Allowing players to use them will uh, be able to deliver strong blows to help defeat even the most ruthless of enemies. So I really like what's going on here with this battle system. It's shown a lot of promise just overall as a game. And uh, this is really kind of driving home uh, what we've been, uh, at least what I've been looking forward to. And, and, and this kind of confirms what it looks like it could be. A lot of fun. They also talked a little bit more about synthesis, but I didn't really see anything uh, too new about that that hadn't been uh, shared. They've got a story trailer, a game system trailer, and uh, two, don't no, make it three, battle gameplay trailers. So I tried to do a little bit something different on a, the old Facebook page this week. And uh, instead of sharing just the trailers, what I kind of have done is all the stories I'm going to be talking about this week, um, as I'll be honest, they mostly come from uh, Gametsu's website. So give credit where credit's due. I'm purely sharing all those pages to the uh, report. So if there's something you kind of want to dive into a little bit deeper, I've got that story linked to you as well. as And then all those trailers that I talk about will be in those individual stories uh, so they also showed off some of the switch gameplay uh, really for the first time um, they also talk about how you can remodel your atelier and farm materials in uh, in the field so just at a glance you can definitely tell a difference between the switch and ps4 versions as you'd probably expect there would be a little bit they are uh, there's definitely a big difference in terms of the text of the two systems um so there if you're planning on getting this for the switch i would recommend uh, going to uh, this story like i said it's it, it's called atelier raza's first switch gameplay check that out because uh, in specific they've got uh, switch gameplay in here and they've got some timestamps on there as well so you can skip around to exactly what you want to see uh, after the switch gameplay they do a systems trailer how you can redeculate your uh, workshop the gathering synthesis system harvesting materials in the field the memory app and the treasures trailer at the very end of it uh, at the one hour mark they are going to show the deluxe digital version costumes showcase. Uh, 
Uh, there's also an English trailer for you guys as well. One more quick note from the Rise of Empire. And as you know, it's each and every week we do have our Atelier Rise update. Um, the one, uh, the last trailer was even something, the last live stream was like the one month before release special <laughs> live stream. So they are really pushing it. Uh, if you remember back in July, they did a soundtrack preview. Uh, I think there was five tracks. Well, this is the second soundtrack preview. They've got five more songs that you guys can check out. So if you'll check out that link story, you can hear those. They are saying there's going to be over 60 tracks um, in the final game. So at this point, they have shown off 10 of those. Cool stuff if you were really wanting to uh, get a listen to it beforehand. So that's all the Rise of News we have for the week. Don't forget, tune in next week and the week after and the week after up until release. And we'll have some tidbit of information. <laughs> I have no doubt about that. Uh, <clears throat> also, seems like every week we get a new trailer for Code Vein. Um, this one is called The Bayonet trailer and is the latest in the weapon focus series and this thing also these weapons have looked just brutal from the get-go this thing is no different um just at a glance it looks to be kind of like a big gun but with a sick looking uh curved bayonet on the end of it um, they say the bayonet is characterized by its ability to attack with slash attacks at short range and shooting attacks at long range. Um, with special attack methods that utilize steps, you can fight while managing your distance from the enemy. Code Vein is due out on PS4, Xbox One, and PC September 27th. A very cool demo that I want to check out is due out on September 3rd. So if you'll follow that story, you can check out that link. Uh, we got some new characters uh, introduced in the Yeast 9 world. Um, some pre-order bonuses for the digital edition in Japan were detailed as well, but we won't really get into that since that's not, uh, not going to be affecting us in the Western world. Falcom updated its uh, website, and they have got new characters. The first one is Maxim. It's kind of like a ranger type. They say he is a mysterious hooded man who operates alongside his owl partner, Arthur. The man has a giant white owl on his shoulder. And I'm assuming he can sick his owl partner, Arthur, on you and peck your eyes out or something of that effect. Uh, we have also got, uh, I believe it's called Salady. S-A-L-A-D-Y. She is a, quote, beautiful brown-skinned traveling doctor who is staying in Bardo, Baldo City. Um, we have Silhouette. She is a mysterious girl in a maid outfit who always wears a strange mask that covers her face. We've got uh, Taito, an intelligent and warm-hearted blacksmith apprentice. And Xavier, I don't know what that is. They say he is a member of the Holy Beast Rue Beast variety found in the Europe region. Um, <laughs> I am struggling to 
try to describe what this creature looks like. At first glance, it appears to be kind of cute, but then it's kind of weird also. I, I don't know. I'll leave it up to you guys. You can find the link on the Facebook page and tell me what is Xavier. Because I don't know. Please leave your comments. Or uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, comment and tell me what in the world that thing is. Anyway, moving on, we have, uh, again, Ark of Alchemist for PS4 has been delayed. Um, they are now, and this is in the West, of course, they are now saying it is going to be pushed back to just early 2020. We got news not too long ago that it was uh, being planned for a winter release. And now they are just saying early 2020 in North America in Europe, it will be available for PS4 as a digital-only title. But Europe will get it physically and digitally. So, further delays for Ark of Alchemist. Uh, coming up here in not too much... Actually, if you're listening to this, uh, the day that it releases, it is August the 29th. As it's late, most of you will probably listen to this at earliest on August the 30th. And you could be playing Astral Chain whenever uh, stores open or Amazon delivers it to your doorstep. Uh, to keep in line with that, Nintendo released the launch trailer for Astral Chain, the new action title from Platinum Games, directed by Nier Automata's game designer, Tora. You can check out that. We've talked a little bit about Astral Chain previously. Definitely not a traditional or even untraditional JRPG by any stretch, but does have those elements to it. And I just think it looks kind of cool. So I've been <laughs> looking forward to seeing that a little bit more. Uh, coming out here soon, and seems like we've gotten a few trailers for this here in the past couple of weeks. We've got another one. Uh, from uh, Furayu, and they are saying this is a new trailer for the Alliance Alive HD Remastered with new battle gameplay footage as well as screenshots of the f game's five vehicles. The five vehicles pictured include the Orthernopter, the Swan Song, the Bryonic, the Snow Rabbit, and the Wyvern. Lions Live HD Remastered is due out for PS4, Switch, and PC on October 8th in North America, October 10th in Japan, and October 11th in Europe. You can check that out whenever you would be so inclined. There's a new trailer out for Seasons, Story of Seasons, Friends of Mineral Town. This is the second trailer. They are introducing a new Bachelorette and a new Bachelor. Game it will be due out... October 17th in Japan. So let's talk about these new ones. The new bachelor's name is Jennifer. She's a girl straight out of the city on a journey with no destination. She loves living in nature and resides in a tent in the mountains. She is super positive and does things her own way. Then we have Brandon. They say he is a genius artist living rent-free in God's Cottage, he's always thinking about his own works and has no concern for things like personal belongings. He is, uh, oh, I don't know how to pronounce that word, Tac taciturn? 
T-A-C-I-T-U-R-N. <laughs> I'll have to look that one up later. And does not talk much to others, but he does not necessarily have a dislike for people. So these are two new peoples for your um, Story of Seasons Friends of Mineral Town. Uh, there's a new trailer for that as well. Let's take a quick break here and have a word from our sponsor, Anchor. Be right back with more of the JRPG Report. All right, guys, I got some some more fun stories to talk about uh, here on the second half of the podcast. Uh, We had two new trailers for Monster Hunter World Iceborne, and they are for the Zenorge. I believe that's how it's pronounced, and the Brachydeos. So first, um, I hope I'm saying that pronunciation correctly. I'm probably uh, just killing it. (coughs) uh, Capcom has released a new trailer and set of screenshots for Iceborne expansion featuring the return of the Thunder Wolf Wyvern Monster uh, Zingore. Z-I-N-G-O-R-E. As well as a new look at the Elder Dragon Namale, which dispenses powerful water-based attacks. Zagori is the latest monster added to the massive expansions roster, ready to challenge hunters with its electrifying attacks. Players will need to bring their master rank skills and use extreme caution when Zagori activates its supercharged state in order to successfully take down this thunderous beast. You can check that trailer out and see this... uh, See this newest monster in all of its glory. Um, so like I said, we had Brachydeos. I believe that's how it's pronounced. He's the, uh, a marine blue brute wyvern that uses saliva to prime the sticky slime coating its massive arms, rendering it, rendering it highly explosive. Sounds uh, terrifying. Indeed. Um, also, a quick story from Monster Hunter World. There will be a um, pre-launch beta for both PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. So, hopefully you are listening to this on August the 30th. If you plan to start this beta, it will start at 12.01 a.m. Pacific Time. That's a little bit later here on the East Coast. 3.01 a.m. It starts on August 3rd. 30th, and it's only going to last for, uh, I guess, two or three days. It'll end um, September 2nd at 2.59 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Xbox One players will pretty much uh, be able to pick that up as soon as it ends on PlayStation 4. So Xbox One beta will start September 2nd at 12.01 a.m. or 3.01 a.m. Eastern Time, and then it will end September 4th at 11.59 p.m. Pacific Time, September 5th at 2.59 a.m. Eastern Time. That's very confusing, I I understand, so you will want to, if you're interested in this, you will want to follow that link on the Facebook page and um, look at that, because it would be a lot easier to do. You can uh, preload option 
um, for each beta period as of right now. So if you're interested, you should briefly go ahead and do that. Here's an overview of those beta sessions. They say the pre-launch beta sessions for Monster Hunter World Iceborne are cooler than ever with the addition of a frosty new challenge. Um, similar to previous beta sessions, hunters can test out all 14 weapon types of any of the four quests in the training areas. These weapons include the new Iceborne features plus the new slinger tool options such as the clutch claw grapple mechanic. Upon completing each quest for the first time, hunters can earn a total of four special uh, commendation packs containing helpful consumable items that will be available to use in the full version when it releases. They say so pack those hot drinks and join a hunting party to clear these quests. The game released in full for PS4 and Xbox One on September 6th. PC will get it in January 2020. And then there is even a trailer for this new beta. Coming up in just a few short weeks will be the Tokyo Game Show. Square Enix has announced their lineup for it. Here is the main games that they will be bringing to the table. Um, there'll be some new material for Dragon Quest X Online. That's in Japan only. There will be stuff about Dragon Quest XI-S. Echoes of the Elusive Age Definitive Edition for the Switch. Of course, Final Fantasy VII Remake will be there as well. Playable in the Mega Theater. Final Fantasy XIV Online. Final Fantasy Brave Expedius. That's the mobile game. Um... Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles Remastered Edition will be there for PS4, Switch, iOS, and Android. It will be playable. Imperial Saga Eclipse will be there. Uh, the new Avengers, Marvel's Avengers games will be there. The um, smartphone game for Octopath Traveler, Champions of the Continent will be there. Romancing Saga 3. Romancing Saga Reuniverse. Trials of Mana, Tropico 6. And War of the Visions, Final Fantasy, Brave, Exvius. So that is what they're bringing to the table, along with others, um, different things. But those are the main games that will be there. Hopefully we'll learn a little bit about them. One game I did not say there, because it's my next story, will also be playable at Tokyo Game Show. And that is Star Ocean First Departure R. We got our first screenshots and descriptions for this game. It's currently in development for PS4. And switch this uh, their web page was updated, so we uh, got a little bit more information about it. This was announced back in May, so we have four screens, and uh, you, it definitely looks like a PS1 game, but it's definitely been touched up. And like the character models that you see in the corners as they were speaking have been completely redone, so they look really good. That's all current. Those that's brand new, set to the game in the back with its uh, kind of sprite-looking characters, and then we actually get our first um, battle screen as well. Um, you can, like I said, you can definitely tell this is a PS1 game. It doesn't have um, so you know I'm playing Grandia, the remaster of it right now, and they definitely retouched up all those models a little bit better than this just looking at it at a glance 
the models look a little bit better for Glandia, but this is kind of how it was. So um, at least you know what you're going to get. And they released this, uh, just a paragraph about it, but here it is. The 2007 released remake of Star Ocean first of Star Ocean First Departure appears as a high-definition port with new features. In addition to the high-definition upgrade, it's questionable, but <laughs> the game is fully voiced through new recordings by the original Star Ocean cast. The character illustrations have also been redone based on the original designs, which you can switch between with the original remake illustrations. Star Ocean First Departure R is in development for PS4 and Switch. A release date and price have not yet been announced. I still want to play this game. Don't get me wrong. I'm just not seeing a huge HD remaster. Like, and obviously they're pretty... Like, I really like the, the new character models, but they almost kind of stick out like a sore thumb against the uh, much older, lower... Uh, definition once, but we'll see how it looks when it finally gets uh, gets in our hands. Whenever that is, this may be a ways off. We'll probably uh, do it. We'll just have to wait and see. Um, we finally got. Uh, we had announced a little while ago a game I'm kind of interested in and wanting to see a little bit more of Caravan Stories for PS4. It got delayed. Um, they didn't announce what it was being delayed to. Well, we now actually have a firm release date, and it's not too much longer. September 10th in North America, the Western release will finally come out for the free-to-play fantasy MMORPG. And North America will get it on September 10th, developer Aiming announced. They say, we've poured years into perfecting the world of Caravan Stories, said PlayStation 4 version director. Uh, Takaguchi in a press release. Our new release date gave us extra enough extra time to fine-tune the experience for adventurers to begin writing their stories. We're eager to see the tales our players write with their friends as they begin their journeys through Ayari. Um, they have an image along with it with a man a, riding a pig with a battle helmet <laughs> through the streets of a town. So you can get that kind of Awesomeness just anywheres. And there is a very short release date trailer for it as well. The game looks promising. And like I said before, whether you like it or not, it's hard to hate on a game that's free. Now, of course, there are going to be some microtransactions in there. you got to pay for the game somehow. But I don't have a problem with free. I like free. And I will definitely check it out, and I'll let you guys know. Um how that turned out. Uh, last thing I want to talk about, Persona 5 Royal had a couple little blurps to, to talk about. We got new information about the confidant, uh, Takagutu Meruki. He is the uh, high school counselor hired uh, for the concern of students following a, the case of a certain teacher that occurred in April at Sunjin Academy. With his good listening skills and detailed advice, he is popular among the students. Of course, I will not ruin that for people who have not played the game as to what they're talking about. It looks like a young guy. It doesn't look like he uh, is much out of high school himself. Um, if you are listening to this 
And it, like I said, if it's still August the 30th, then, well, I don't know what time this means in Japan. But anyway, they are doing a, quote, Persona 5 Royal Completion announcement premiere today at 2100 Japan Central Time. Following that, there will be Persona 5, the animation original video, uh, Proof of Justice, will run for 20 minutes thereafter. Uh, the premiere event will be held in Tokyo, featuring a live concert from vocalist Lynn, as well as the latest information on the game, including live gameplay. Um, so if you are interested, you can check that out, or you can just pop on to YouTube, and I'm sure you'll be able to check that out even after it goes on. Uh, one final bit of information. we kind of been getting some little details here and there about some of the differences between Persona 5 and this Royal Edition. Um, we learned this from the latest edition of Atlas's Ask Morgana Anything question. So the question was, uh, Dear Mona, I'm looking forward to the launch of the Royal. Um, they said they're glad Persona 5 had a lot of costume downloadable content and that everyone in the Phantom Thieves have so many outfit options. But will Persona 5 Royal add any new costumes? Also, will Kasumi's versions of existing downloadable content be added? Um, and their answer was, it looks like there will be new costumes. As for additional content news, please wait a little longer for us to steal that information. Also, it looks like Kasumi versions of the downloadable content released for Persona 5 will be added, and they have a screenshot of Kasumi in one of the previously DLC-released made costumes. So that's kind of cool. Something you would expect, but at the same time, um, it wouldn't be the first time that they made people either rebuy or redo uh, stuff like that. Of course, you will have to, quote, repurchase this content, they're saying that it's for 10 yen, which is approximately 10 cents converted. It's a small price to pay just for uh, re-downloading all that stuff that you already paid for. It's it's a drop in the bucket. There's really no point. Uh, but they have to do something. So, guys, that's all I have for you this week. Um, one uh, ton of things to talk about, and it's, it's good because I was too tired to... <laughs> <laughs> I, I gotta be honest. If if I was looking at an hour long uh, podcast, I would have I would have waited a couple more days to record it because I just didn't have it in me. It's been a long one, but I appreciate you guys so much. And if it weren't for you guys, you know, I wouldn't drag myself down here to the old uh, to the old dungeon to record it. But you guys are so awesome, and I love doing this so much that I just I don't want to miss a week because it's a lot of fun. I enjoy bringing it to you, and I'm so glad you guys get a kick out listening to it every week. That's going to do it. This has been, oh, I didn't even say what episode it was. This is episode 75 of the JRPG Report. My name is James Fisher. Thank you so much for tuning in, and until next time, guys, get back out there and level up.